You're listening to Digicast, Season 8, Cluster E, which is Episodes 15, Man's Best Friend with Benefits, and 16, Remember the Titans. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hello. We're both newbies. And we are also joined down in New Orleans by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And our expert in Texas, Annie. Hello. And out on the West Coast, our West Coast representative, joining us, a special guest, Matt. Hey. Hello, Matt. Hi. Thanks for having me back. In a while. Yes, thanks for yes, coming yet again. Kind of fell off the show for a while. Um, didn't bother to catch up. <laughs> um, don't feel like I missed a lot. Yeah, now you're now you're uh, you're getting back in with these barn burners of an episode. So I'm sure you're happy to be back for that. Oh, these were exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> at some point, they got a bunker. There are they in a Fallout bunker now? Uh, no, that's what is actually, this? They are, well, they are men of letters. Now officially, their legacies. I think they they, they were they uh, mentioned all this and remember the Titans affair. It it was referenced. Yes, and I went. Hmm, that was the thing that happened. Yeah, so they're legacies of a secret society called the Men of Letters, and uh, which they found out because of their time traveling grandpa. Time traveling grandpa Winchester mm-hmm. came came through and uh, and introduced them to the whole concept. The Men of Letters have had apparently been uh, killed off entirely, except for now these guys are re. Uh, representing them. Nice. Man, I wish I belonged to a secret society. Why Why was my family uh, in, a, in a club like this? It's, I think that all the time. This bunker was this bunker was immaculate. I don't know how they kept that thing sealed up and cleaned, but... Uh, yeah, I know. You'd think that they, there would be like dust or something. Yeah, they took this key and, this, and opened it up, and then suddenly they were able to turn on the power and turn on the water, and everything was, was crystal clear, spotless clean. And Yeah. Just like our house. Exactly. Like our house. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone with housekeeping skills like us yeah. was in charge There before. is no dog hair on this carpet, ever. Right. Ever. And they don't track in mud. No. No. There's no dust on my mantle. No. Ever. Ever. Okay. Uh, well, should we start the episodes? Do it. All right. Hey, so we're starting out with episode 15, Men's Best Friends with Benefits, which event is? This is the one with the cute Doberman. <laughs> it was a cute Doberman. Yes, very much so. I love Doberman Achievers. They're so beautiful. So regal. Really? They give me the creeping willies. Really? I like a cuter dog. Oh, I love them. When they it's roll the pointy over ears. The they look like horns. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely have like devil ear kind of things yeah. going on. Well, they were, they <laughs> to were, me, they look like skinny Rottweilers. They were but also they clip their ears to make them do that. They were always chasing. Yeah, they after flop Magnum. otherwise. Were they? they, they were, were always, always chasing, chasing after Magnum. I know. I know Higgins loved them, but release the hounds. Now they're bringing that damn thing back. Are they 
really? Yes, with someone else playing Magnum and a woman playing Higgins, and yeah. That show made me turn the TV off. Okay. <laughs> All right then. That's saying something. I guess. Well, now it's a, now it's an entirely new generation mm. of Magnum. So I'm sure that y'all have guessed my high point, which is that I like a pretty dog. Well, that was mine too. Oh. That was yeah. My high also, point as the well. kitty was very cute. The I love a black cat. Cute. Yeah. That red rhinestone collar was cute. I liked the 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 familiar's plotline. I liked that part of it. Just that they existed. That was yeah. cool. Anybody else? Anyone else have any other high points? Oh, we skip into the to that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. These these are fast. We hit them and quit them. So. <laughs> I love anything to do with witches, witchcraft, um, dating all the way back to uh, when I would fake being sick so I could stay home and watch Bewitched because I thought Samantha Stevens was pretty great. And I can never really understand why she married a mortal who disapproved of her witchcraft. Like if I was married to a witch, she would be witching it up all the all the time. But I love can anything you imagine that how awesome it would be? I'd be a little jealous. It wasn't me. Uh, again, I kind of wish that I had been born into a secret society where they said, Matt, you know, you're from a long line of uh, witches and warlocks. Yeah. And I would have been like, cool. My Hogwarts letter never came. Mm. Uh, <laughs> go Ravenclaw. Um, so my personal high point is seeing that magic club. Um, I wish we had seen more of it. I just thought I did, uh, that's such a cool, that's cool stuff. Watch the magicians on sci-fi. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it is. It's so much better than the book, which was pretty terrible. Is that one? But, is it, is uh, that the one with like the, uh, the 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 faux Narnia people in it? Yeah, okay. yeah. that's a really cool uh, plot thread. That the lead character on that show is a big fan of these children's books, and then I guess you've already figured this out that um, the books are real. Yeah, and it was written by a person who actually went there. And uh, they end up going there. And it gets really dark and twisted at the end of the first season, which I really appreciate. So Cool. I think I've watched, uh, I think I've watched the first two, maybe. I would push on. It gets better as it goes. Is that still on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, it is so, not yeah. streaming yeah. anywhere right now. Oh, I'm it looking is? right not? now. Okay. Oh, it's too bad. No, you can buy it on Amazon Prime, but yeah. it'll come back. That's... I always just like put these things in like my mental like log for when they hit Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, why did I stop watching? And it turns out I stopped watching because it's not on Netflix anymore. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Oh, maybe in Canada. In the U.S. it still is. In the U.S. it still oh, is? Oh, am I looking oh. at the... Okay. Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm on oh, Sci-Fi okay. right now and it says it's not. That's weird. Well, Duluth... But Netflix would know better. Yes. I'll have to look for it because I was enjoying it. Duluth is not Canada, so we should be able to... Get oh, it. that's right. You're you're uh, you're in Minnesota. You said that. <laughs> we're, we're really close. <laughs> you said that right at the beginning of the episode. It's kind of, it's kind of like Canada. <laughs> yeah. In ways. Sure. It's, we yeah. could probably walk to Canada there's if still, we had to. But there's still plenty of gun nuts and uh, Trump supporters, so... That's right. As though they're separate. <clears throat> and some are, some um, have we hit everyone's high point already? Annie, did you say? Um, not particularly. I just um, I, I really like Portia. She was a sexy, strong black woman character, and that's just always a win. And I uh, I really liked her, and I really liked that her and James both made it out alive. Seems like a lot of the time. 
there's you know a personal loss of some kind in one of these episodes, and it's I have written down everybody lives, Rose. <laughs> 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 Just this once. It's nice every once in a while. Oh, now I realize where I recognize this actress from. Um, she's been she's been on the Young and the Restless lately. Oh. Okay. Which oh. I have, which I don't watch regularly, but I used to watch it um, when I was a kid because my mother would come home from work and she would put it on while she made dinner, um, and I would I, I watch during the Restless then. And then occasionally I like to just turn on an episode, like if I'm working from home or something. And uh, yeah, she's on that show right now. All right, good for her. I'm glad she's got a job. I, she was good. I only kept up with it while I was working at the TV station, the the CBS. You were paid to watch it. I was well. I was paid to watch it because <laughs> it came between The Price Is Right and the and the new news. So you know, Price Is Right. I was not working on much yet, and then during the first part of YNR, I was working on getting the newscast, helping get the newscast ready. Second half of YNR, we're all watching it because we're just waiting for that newscast to start. So you got all your stuff. <laughs> the nice thing about YNR is like. Well, on the one hand, nothing happens. Yeah. On the other hand, they do. They recast people. So you're like, wait, who is that? <laughs> when, you, when you haven't watched it in 10 years. I check in about like once every 10 years. Yeah. Victor stays the same. Everyone else changes. <laughs> oh, he's awful. <laughs> I liked him in the Forbin Project. <laughs> Don't know what to do with you. That's Colossus, the Forbin Project. It's an old movie. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do we want to get into the low points, what we didn't like as much? Um, boy, my, what I didn't like was the general met of the entire thing. It didn't take us anywhere. It was just I, boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I definitely thought it was an odd mood. I, I have yeah. odd mood and the forced overlay of the season arc. The season arc didn't really mesh with the episode very well. They kind of no. just said, hey, we got to throw this on top oh, of your yeah. script. Hey, because... we forgot to put this in. Uh, where can we stick this? Well, it was more, it was more like, uh, hey, guys, you, you, you made a great episode. Now we're just going to throw this extra stuff on top so that we can make sure to get it in there. Oh, it's bad. I don't know. Something like that. Anybody have? Um, I don't like that Dean doesn't like dogs. That really bothers me. Um, and it really bothers me that that witch was apparently banging his dog. That's, yeah, that's tough to think about too much. <laughs> I mean, this is something that they never answered. That um, it, it, this could be my low point. It's not though. But that she never answered the question. Like, do you consider yourself more of a human or a dog of an animal? Uh, I would have liked to have explored that a little bit more. Right. Because to me, if she's a human that just like shapeshifts into a dog, it's like slightly more forgivable that he's having sex with her. But if she's a dog that shapeshifts into a human, then it's like really distressing because I mean, dogs are animals. And he's taking advantage of that poor puppy. Exactly. I can't remember where I would have picked this idea up from, but something like way in the back of my mind is telling me that I read something somewhere once that said that uh, familiars are not uh, human or animal. They're they're more like spirits. They're they're neither. Mm. So so he did it to a ghost. Or like a, <laughs> it's like a, a dog shaped ghost. <laughs> a dog ghost. <laughs> All right, then it's fine, I guess. I feel like as long as you're 
uh, animal part of the time, that's just enough of a turnoff that I know I wouldn't want. That. No, that's how I feel too. Like dogs are d- dirty. Like I love my dogs, but come on, they're like dirty, <laughs> disgusting creatures. They are terrible. So, th- so they did it spirit style. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that with you. Gross. Well, I wasn't gonna say the other thing. <laughs> Y'all, there used to be a pet grooming place here called Doggy Styles. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> Very clever. Very nice. Very clever. I don't think that okay. fly here. <laughs> I don't know how it flew here. I was like, uh, because you got to get a business license. Somebody was like, Doggy Styles, fine. Sign off. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> okay. Um, other low points? My actual low point is that the surprise of all the villains was predictable to me. Uh, it's like I had, I had pretty much oh, known it was, yeah. the, it was the cop framing the other cop, and that the bet that the uh, the snitch was the friend at the bar, and it's like I, nothing surprised me. Everything underwhelmed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very much like a paint by numbers sort of thing. Get that down. Yep. Boring, predictable, evil. Yep. Bad kitty. Well, not bad kitty. Kitty was being forced to be bad. Poor kitty. (laughs) I know. Poor cat. Also, the second we saw that guy, like we all knew he was a cat, right? Like I was like, "Hmm, obviously this is a kitty. He said his name name was Lashat right away, so I was like, okay, well that's right. (laughs) Yeah. But then he also like looked like a cat, so that was good casting. There was good casting. He had cat catitude. I guess we could say that that would almost be uh, positive. That's a, that's like more like a high point, yeah. What yeah, good casting. Point? Okay, it's a, it's a positive. He looked really familiar to me, Philippe Lachat. I don't know what he was in. Let's see if me I can. Me too. But I looked him up, and nothing rang a bell. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I chose that I don't Smallville. watch. Yeah. Hmm. So. Is it canonical that uh, Dean? has a cat allergy or is this the first time we've heard this i don't recall i know i mean I, it is canonical that he doesn't like dogs very much that's always been a thing i think that's because of the hellhounds yeah, yeah. So, i think so he's got a little phobia there but yeah i don't the i think the only time we've ever seen him with a cat was when one jumped out of a locker and he screamed like a little girl well no there was that there was that whole episode with the 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 cat lady the cat lady wait news, which cat lady news, the news anchor cat lady Oh right! Oh, they were like Egyptian gods. Egyptian or gods. Oh, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I think he was allergic during that. During that. Yeah, probably. I think he was. I am not going back to watch it. Really? No. Oh okay. <laughs> oh hey, are you ready for a tangent? Yeah. Okay, like a total tangent. This isn't even about this episode. Yeah, I might. I might put a tangent bell on you, but go ahead. Okay, so we saw we saw Solo this weekend. Yes, yeah, so did we. And uh, and I think. Uh, Alden Ironreich was a lot better in that than he was in Wendigo. Really? That's an, ep- that's an episode of uh, that Supernatural. Is, that is episode number two of Supernatural. Oh. Sound, it sounded familiar. It was a really crappy episode. That also sounds familiar. And uh, is, He was good in um, Hail Caesar. That's the uh, only okay. thing I've seen him in. Yeah. Is that Solo? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that Alden, guy. Alden is Solo. Yeah, Yep. Oh, and uh, and 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 the the uh, the woman in white from the from, from the uh, pilot 
is getting her own uh, drama series on NBC this summer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, uh, that virtual reality one. Which woman from the pilot? The, the woman in white from the pilot, Constance Welch, the ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the, it's, I can't remember the name right offhand right now, but it's a NBC drama about a, uh, a virtual reality world that people get stuck in, and then she's being sent in to go into their, their virtual reality worlds and pull them out. Oh, God, this sounds like Harsh Realm 2.0. Or like, uh, I've already seen that show, and it was terrible. Or, 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 or Better Than Life from Red Dwarf. Okay, that's hmm. a tangent. That happened. Yeah. Uh, hey, quotes time, if everybody has gotten their low points out. And uh, I didn't actually get around to getting any quotes from either of these, so it's pretty much going to be uh, Matt if he has any and Annie otherwise. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, it's Annie, all on you. No pressure. Okay. Um, I will go with, uh, I just want you to know this isn't my fault. She showed up at the door, okay? Didn't track in any mud. Just wanted her belly scratched. She can stay the night. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and and I guess <laughs> I can and also quote. <laughs> uh, gotta hand it to you. It's been fifteen hours since Portia mentioned her night with James, and not one bestiality joke out of you. Yeah, there wasn't. I was surprised. I thought they were going to go there for sure. Dean would totally go there most of the time. Yeah, I was like, wow, because that's what I was thinking, too. It's not a very quotable episode, though. No, it's, it's not. No, right. this one was, it was very meh. Uh, you know, meh, the, meh. the scene where he's with a guy who's a cat <laughs> And he sneezes. Um, the fact that he can't figure out that that guy's a familiar and, and that his other form is a cat form. Like, I wrote down, man, he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So next? Oh, next is who won and who lost this episode. Do we get any feedback? Um, we do have feedback. Do we want to do feedback before who won, who lost? Yeah, let's do feedback. Okay. Be crazy. Uh, nutty. We, crazy or nutty. Uh, Nutty says, once I get to it, I clearly planned ahead for feedback. I see a little silhouette. No, no, it's ready. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nutty says, man's best friend, I really thought this was something else. So disappointed when I realized what it was. A throwaway monster of the week. I feel like it could have been better, but it would have been skipped if they didn't have to make a full season of episodes. Yeah. Oh, so that's why she picked this episode for me. She was confused what episode it was. Yes, yes. Thanks a lot, Nutty. She thought it was something else. (laughs) Yeah, I know what episode she thought it was. (laughs) This was Wow. Ooh. There's a couple of dog episodes. (laughs) Nutty just trolled me. I'm sorry, Matt, that you had to watch this. It was, well, we all had to, so I guess it's fair. (laughs) <laughs> we're all misery loves company. We're all pain in this shared is pain halved, right? We're all, in, we're all in this together, except for Matt, who's not actually in this until it's time to be in this. No offense. Yeah. No offense. We're glad you well, came to enjoy this with us. Indeed. But at least these are our like nice express episodes, so it'll. That's right. That's we're right, almost done right. with this one. Let's go ahead and knock the rest of this out. Thank you, Nutty. And uh, who wins? Who loses? 
Oof. Nobody. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Nobody wins. I, I have a, I have that it's a tie between the two brothers. I, I mean, it, it goes both or neither. Uh, obviously, the same. But uh, I'll, I'm I'm going both in this case. Okay. Uh, this episode, mm. but I can't remember why. <laughs> Very good, Very Annie. Good. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go with Dean because even though it didn't really fit with the rest of the episode, the you know the. Uh, the car talk, the ob- obligatory like bromant at the end of the episode, where Dean chose he he gives this little speech and he's like I'm I trust you and um, you know I'm gonna let you do this and stand back and let you handle it and uh, be an adult and take the risks. That's you know kind of shoehorned into the episode, but it is kind of a step forward for Dean who has always tried to treat Sammy like. You know, little Sammy who needs protecting all the time. So I'm going with Dean for growing a little bit. All right. Matt, what do you think? Man, I could never say Dean because he doesn't like dogs. And to me, that's an immediate, like, <laughs> oh, disqualifier. Oh, shit, you're right. Even though I'm not, like, a fan of that breed. Um, and I figured out why. Because there was a dog that looked just like it in uh, an episode of Millennium Season 2. Uh, where the dogs were basically metaphors for the devil like encroaching on um on this town um so i have like residual memories of that but uh yeah dean dean can't possibly win he's such a smarmy dumb guy um (laughs) they're both kind of smarmy but he's he's the worst uh does it have to be one of the brothers because it wasn't phrased as sam or dean it was it was phrased in this helpful little document that paul sent called who won who who lost lost, yes so you can say neither and you can propose someone else yeah, I'm going to propose Nev Campbell's brother because he got to be a witch and he has a really hot girlfriend. Now, some of the time, you know, he's fucking a dog, but uh, she's she's still she's still hot and uh, apparently loves him enough to uh, to seek to seek help. So I think he's pretty lucky. Yeah, he's on the run. He's lost his job. Um, but I'm pretty sure that nothing's going to come of that. So. All right. Yeah, that seems fair. That means we have a tie this week because we've got three neithers and a tie in one Dean. Tie it is. You know, and and I I I noticed, and this was really weird. The 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 club and everything else. It really felt like it was like take take out the dog portion, and it really felt like it was like a metaphor for for closeted homosexuality. It really felt coded that way. And I don't know if that's just me. Well, that's just you. That club seemed that way, and the 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 you're gonna get run out of town because you're a cop. That's who's this way, and I didn't get that. No. No. Okay. Maybe I was too bored to uh, get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I felt like that would give it too much credit. I. Nah. I don't buy that. Okay, just me then. Just you. All right then. <clears throat> uh, we can rate it then. Let's do it, y'all. I uh, I did not enjoy this episode uh, for many reasons that I'm not going to list because I just want to get done. Okay, so I'm going to give it uh, four out of ten bloody lung butters. Nice. That is classy. Thank you. That's uh, that's Sam's bloody lung butters. Yes, it's, it's apparently side effect of the trials is uh, coughing up your your entire lung. I know. I must be going through some trials. Yeah. 
Uh, I found it perfectly average, so I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 freaking witches. Yeah, I can go with that. It's, it's, it, like I said, it had an odd mood to it, but it, uh, it held together okay. Uh, I'll go, also go for a 5 out of 10. Uh, Wiccans from Detroit. Okay, um... I, I liked it better than I expected to. I, re- I always remember this one as being just like really, really awful. And it's not that bad. It's just not that, it's not very good. No. Um, so I'm going to give it a five out of 10 uh, rhinestone collars. That collar was very cute. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so I liked Portia. I, and uh, I like anything with witches, as I've already said. Um, the witch club was fun. I wish we saw more of it. Uh, Dean was really stupid. Uh, oh, I didn't like the um, astral projection stuff either with the shaky cam. Um, if that's how it like, interior, like that's how he actually feels when he's doing it. I don't know how you could make sense of anything. You'd be nauseated the entire time. Um, so I didn't like that sequence. It just, for a, a show about witches, there was very little magic. So it was just just kind of disappointing and predictable. Um but yet, I still rated it a seven, <laughs> a seven out of ten. Dimwitted brothers with cat allergies. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives this episode a five point two. I think that's fair. Wow! All right. Certainly not the worst of the season. No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. What was the worst of the season? Worst of the season so far has been um, a heartache. With a 2.6. Oof. I honestly don't wow. remember what that was about yeah, or anything. Right. So. That's the Mayan quarterback. Oh, geez, Louise. That was so awful. That's Mayan right. quarterback? Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's <laughs> the one great. with the Mayan quarterback. Indeed. Yeah. yeah, that's it. All wow. right. Next. Uh, next, we're going into episode 16, Remember the Titans, which is... Oh, this is the one about Greek gods. That much it is. <laughs> it's all the recap you get these days. Yep. That is. That is. With the, with the cluster, that's what we're doing. Love it. Yeah, you get a sentence. That's enough. Great. And, you get and, the friend's title, basically. <laughs> uh, so I have to tell you, my personal high point was, uh, it was actually Paul's uh, prowess in knowing mythology. Because he called it before they even got into, um, you know, who this guy might be or where he was. Paul was like, oh, yeah, there's a myth about some eagle eating some guy's liver. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you were the one who pointed out that it was an eagle. I was just I was I was just taking it. I was just watching kind of, you know, half my mind and going bird eating corpse. Yeah, I was but like, then oh, it's a golden eagle. But then you mentioned it was a golden eagle, and it was in the liver area, and I was suddenly like, "Hey, wait a second, yeah. this is ringing a bell." So I didn't even notice it was an eagle. Do they usually eat carrion? Not. Oh, yeah, they yeah, do they actually. Do. They do actually. Mm. But uh, in Duluth, they do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're no, uh, all, all eagles are known to eat carrion on on a regular basis. But uh, the ones in Montana do as well. But uh, but yeah, the the. the Darcy pointed out that it was an eagle, and yeah. and it cool. is specifically an eagle that eats Prometheus's liver. Coming from uh, Colorado, and then you know, spending a great portion of my youth, Wyoming, Montana, as well, 
I had never seen a bald eagle until I came to Minnesota. Yeah, they do the Mississippi River corridor. Mm-hmm. But I've seen tons of golden eagles. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. So I don't even I didn't know a golden eagle was a real bird. I thought they were just like literally like it's an eagle made of gold. Ah. ah. Now I'm looking it up because I didn't know. I've seen bald eagles before, but it's I've never seen. Thing. Oh God! It doesn't even look like an eagle. No, it kind of just looks like a really big hawk. Yeah, a very large hawk. Yeah, it's kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that oh. color scheme, girl. Come on now. I, I mm. kind of like them, but you know. Mm. No, bald eagles are better looking. Well, they so, are. Do you think if a, if a body was out there for that long that it would become carrying that fast? Yes. Because it was big, Absolutely. just a day? Yeah. Well, it was mystical. So I think like uh, you got to, yeah, it's probably like a mystical golden eagle that's going to attack this thing. Because also it's doing it every day. Yeah, yeah, considering that his liver gets pecked out by by an eagle, uh, as as uh, decided by Zeus, this is a... Uh, this is a mystical eagle coming to pluck out his mystical liver. So this was my high point. Uh, I just, I thought it was clever. It wasn't too clever. I'm not going to give the show that much credit. But I should say for this show, it was clever uh, that they did that allusion to, to Greek mythology with that, that little scene. And, and at the beginning, you know, you don't really think about it. In fact, they don't really, ref- is that how they figure it out? He overhears someone saying that? Actually, I, I must I missed how they deduced it. It seemed like they knew it right away, and I was like, "Oh, I missed it." Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. I can't. So I well, knew it was Prometheus well, Sam, pretty much from the get go. Yeah, Sam worked it out. Sam was uh, Sam was the Greek mythology expert in this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but he connected the dots pretty fast, though, right? I'm the same height as him too. Yes. faster than I think um, anyone in like the real world would necessarily like if you if all you get from the story is that there was a hiker and he was frozen and dead mm-hmm. that's all we really knew about that guy yeah. that's what I thought they thought it was zombies at first and I was like no it's Prometheus oh we made that leap real fast did we I <laughs> okay so maybe somebody connected it to the bird but in my mind, it was just a cool little thing they snuck in at the beginning that I kind of respected them for. So that's like, why did they even happened. say they were in Greece? Like when that happened? Because I'm assuming that's where Prometheus would have happened. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. I don't remember her ever saying she was like hiking in Greece. But well, maybe she did. I mean, it, 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 I mean, the, the the myth happened in Greece, but he was chained to a mountain. They didn't say what mountain. I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think it was Mount Olympus. He was just chained, chained oh. to Oh. So if he was chained to I guess I just assumed that, like, Greek gods only had the, like, jurisdiction over Greece, and then you would scooch over, and there would be, like, the Celtic gods the doing Norse their gods thing. And, yes. Yeah, like, I assume they all had, like, just little realms that they hung out in. Because otherwise, wouldn't they be battling it out all the time? Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. A giant Odin Zeus. That is strange role. that they have, a, like, a monopoly over a certain area. <laughs> We'll be gods yeah, over have, here. Like, you wouldn't drawn. think that gods having such egos would be okay with partitioning the landmass in such a way. Yeah, well, I think you would think they would want to be worshipped by as many people as possible. Yeah, well, they all be got, their egos. They all got together at that roadside motel, you know, back in season five. So uh, hmm. I was on that oh, episode. That's right. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Kismet. Um, my high point on this was, okay, number one, when I was 
really little, I was a super nerd about Greek mythology. So I was like ready for this. I was like, this is great. Um, and number two, I thought it was really cute when Dean was so excited when he was telling Prometheus that him and Sam were legacies, like men of letters. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really liked that. So those were my high points. Yeah, I, 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 at the beginning of the season, was sort of saying it would be nice to see some, some non-Judeo-Christian gods again this season. And mm-hmm. we had the Mayan, and that was kind of, eh. Yeah, it was not what we were wishing for. And this, this, was, this was right exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, it was done way better, because the Mayan one just didn't have anything to do with even, like, real Mayan mythology. Wasn't the god's name, like, Kakao or something yes, stupid? Yes, Kakao. Yeah. Oh, so Kukau. dumb. Was, yeah. And he was Kakao, the god of corn, of course. So just like Google the god of corn, y'all could find like it. Oh, anyway, wow. forget about that. Amazing. <laughs> that sounds amazing, though. Amazing. Get it? Amazing. I think it's weird that Prometheus has been alive for centuries, but he only has like one kid just now. Well, he was on a mountain for a really long time until there was an avalanche. Yeah, until that avalanche happened, he was trapped on that mountain for thousands of years. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. That kind of suck. Um, so the lady that um, was his wife, I guess, or maybe is just his Daughter? baby's mama. Oh, that, that, yeah, that, that other lady, yeah, Prometheus's. Okay. Um, I thought the whole time when we were like talking to Zeus and all that, that she was going to be in on it. And she was also going to be a great god. And I was kind of disappointed they didn't go that route. I thought that would have been cool too at one point, but yeah, that didn't come to be. Yeah, I've I've always loved Greek mythology ever since I was a kid, and I had that Dolores's what's that what it's called? I don't know how to pronounce the name. The book of Greek myths, the real illustrated one, the the big. Yes, I have it on my bookshelf. Hold on, it's something. It's something like Dolores's book of Greek myths, but I'm sure that's not how you pronounce the name. Yeah, Fox has Fox has it too. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, man, I devoured that book and and the uh, like it was falling apart. Like the pages were just coming unbound because I would read it so much so often, and and I always loved Greek mythology. And uh, in I don't know, maybe I could have told this story in the previous episode, but um, in middle school we studied uh, Greek mythology, and of course I was already an expert. Um, but we each had to pick a god and dress up as a god to um, to, to like do a report about. Oh, and uh, then we had like a little party, and uh, because I was Dionysus, I got to pour the uh, sparkling apple cider or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I had a I had a a purple robe that I got from my parents' church. It was like a choir robe, and I had like a um, it was like basically a dull rod painted purple with like plastic grapes on the end. <laughs> If I saw like a picture of myself from then, then I'd probably die of shame. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and, and oddly, it may have influenced my career since now I work in the liquor industry. Woo! <laughs> Not I in like the wine that. department, though. All right. uh, have we hit everyone's high points? I think we have. Then we can. Go. I I had a couple we haven't hit. Oh, yeah. um, oh please, Annie, please. I I really enjoyed Sam's smack talking Artemis. Uh, the goddess of hunters. I thought that was great. And I really enjoyed in the very beginning of the episode, the cop who was like so eager for it to be a zombie. That was funny to me. Aim for the head. Yeah. 
Oh, that was a quote. Oh, yeah. That's a quote. You you, you someone's quote. <laughs> oh snap! You quoted. That's <laughs> <laughs> about all I took away. Yeah. Did seem to be the Weekly World News, tabloid mm-hmm. style at least, but mm-hmm. it looked Weekly World Newsish. Huh, so, what were y'all's low points? I didn't write anything down. I, that. you know, I, I, I didn't like that they actually, you know, they they keep killing off these gods. They killed off Zeus. No more Zeus. They killed off a bunch. Yeah. Of, they killed off a bunch of gods in that season five episode. They cut off, killed, killed off Zeus. <sighs> it's, it's really disrespectful if you believe in those religions. Do y'all think anybody still like worships ancient Greek gods? Apparently, there were some one town over. In this episode. <laughs> I guess I meant IRL, but I'll accept them. <laughs> well, I, I, again, I have an affinity for them um, based on my personal history. So there's a video game called God of War where uh, a Titan, I guess, or half God kills all the Greek gods. And it's I've never played it because the idea has always unsettled to me because they kind of feel like, like bizarrely some sort of extended family and friends. Yeah, it's like I don't. <laughs> And in real life, they were all such douchebags, but it just, it's like, it doesn't sit with me because I kind of like them. So I wouldn't worship them though, but. And I felt like, Um, I also felt like, oh, I'm sorry. I also felt like aside from the, uh, aside from the men of letters portion, uh, they really kind of, again, had to, had to tape on the the season arc. The men of letters felt like it fit, Mm -hmm. but the rest of the season arc, the, the trials felt like they taped it on. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, For me, I thought the casting on this one was poor. Like, I did not like that Zeus that they cast. Um, That is not the Zeus I imagine in my head. I I did not feel like he brought the gravitas to that role. Who's the Marlboro Man or something? Yeah, he was just like a business guy. Did you want him in a toga? No, I think I just wanted somebody like bigger and with a beard, like a full beard. But just like bigger, like a big dude. Maybe more Greek looking, too. And more Greek-looking. That would have been nice. Yeah. I did like Artemis, however, though. And I wish that she would stick around and be the goddess of hunters. But, you know, whatever. Uh, and she did She did whisk Zeus away. So it's possible that uh, that she's going to mend him up. Eh, I don't know. They could be back if someone decided this episode was good enough to bring back the characters. Okay. Or if they decided that they wanted to hit Greek mythology again. So Zeus wasn't dead? That was my impression. That I, thought he, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was dead. Yeah, because that made the magic end, right? Yeah. You have to kill him to yeah. make that happen. Yeah, but then she whisked away the body, and, you know, gods, they can do things. Because that was my low point, actually, just how easily they killed the king of the gods by with a lightning dagger or something. Or... <laughs> oh, that should have been way harder, yeah. That was it's my just, low point too. It was like this is Zeus at like there should be a, like a shockwave of power or something, and it didn't even knock anybody over. Yeah, very underwhelming. I did like that they uh, that you know whoever whoever did the previous episode with the Fulgurite was uh, was 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 misinformed, and that someone who came in on the writer staff the next year was like, uh, by the way, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that rare. <laughs> Yeah, I sort of like the actor who played Prometheus, but I also sort of felt that he was such a mope that a lot of it, a lot of his stuff was wasn't entertaining or well, interesting. Because he was like an amnesiac rebel, you know. He was he was he was like a 
He was like a badass rebel that couldn't remember who the hell he was and never never really caught into it, really. Right. Because I could almost see him, if he was performing, he was playing it that way, and if he knew about it, that he was a, a you know, rebel stealing the fire from the Mount, Mount Olympus and all of that. It was there, um, it was oh. in there, but I didn't see it, didn't see him playing it. Because <laughs> he was amnesiac. Yeah, he he was kind of like one note. Mm-hmm. Also, it bothered me, um, I forgot to mention this about Artemis, it bothered me that, like, the Artemis of mythology is, like, such a badass and, like, also kind of hates men, so I thought it was weird that she, like, was in love with Prometheus. Because didn't she, like, turn a guy into, like, a deer at one point just for looking at her? I think so. Yeah, like, she was not, I, she was not exactly who I expected from an Artemis. But Again, they were they all douchebags. <laughs> so. Yeah, they were, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked the fight scene. I thought the the little fight in the hotel room or whatever was actually pretty well choreographed. Hmm. I guess no one agrees. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's more more of a more of a, I don't I even remember these it. things. Yeah, I, I, I usually scene. zone out during fight scenes. Me too. I usually do. So I was surprised when I was like, oh, actually, that was. I mean, a, a fight scene has to a fight scene to, to make an impression on me has to be like the the daredevil hallway scene. That that scene made an impression on me. Everything else is kind of like, oh, it was a fight scene. I prefer um, fight scenes that have like swords and uh, weapons and other things and props that people pick up and use, and rather than just hand to hand combat. But like a good Jackie Chan ladder fight. Sure. Sure. I like it when people are like when Buffy would like fight in like an evening gown type thing. But other than that, I usually zone out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So what about should we do feedback or uh, Sam and Dean? Be quotes this time and then quotes. OK, quotes is always just in case one of our uh, feedbackers. That's decides, right. Because yeah, right. Simone sometimes goes nuts with the quotes and she's allowed because it's after quotes. Quotes anyone. Quotes Annie. <laughs> Quotes Annie one. What you got? Dragon penis. What? <laughs> what? I thought that was stood well on its own. <laughs> so to speak. What? Jeez. Hey. Ow. <laughs> she said it. You went there. Uh, Anyone else? One? I don't have a quote, but I did enjoy the eyeball acting from Jensen Ackles when Sam was spouting out all that uh, Greek mythology. He did some good eyeball acting. Yeah. It's very like, what the hell are you talking about? All right. Well, uh, we do have, uh, once again, Nutty gave us a little bit of feedback for this episode. Nice. At which point she says, Remember the Titans, this is another Monster of the Week episode, but I liked it better than Man's Best Friend. Still not one of the outliers. I'm particularly fond of Sam using shipping as a weapon here. Because <laughs> Sam totes ship those, uh, those crazy Greek kids there. Oh my god, he totally does. Did. Mm. Probably when he was 12. Mm. <laughs> Probably like me, big nerd, had that book. Dolores, Dolores Book of Mythology. Yeah, Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> Book of Mythology. Dolores. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, as we have this conversation, it's literally six inches from me. So I agree. Dolores, Dolores is great. There you go. Um, we should decide who wins or loses this episode. Let's <laughs> coming in and affirm neither. Because uh, in, in, in the in the spirit of Sam versus Dean, I always come again and I affirm neither. Yeah, I couldn't come up with one on that. Yeah, this is definitely like a I guess Prometheus wins because he gets to not have his entrails pecked out I, every day. I could be persuaded that Sam wins just from his all of his knowledge and and he does use that shipping as a weapon at Are the end. Are you changing your? I'm changing my mind I, now that I've now that we've talked about it. Mm. I'll go Sam. Mm, I still say all that. right. Nobody. You're still nobody. I'm still nobody. If I had to pick a brother, it would be Sam because he actually has some uh, knowledge that he put to good use. Uh, but I picked that little kid because he gets to find out that he's part deity and also he doesn't have to die every day for the rest of his life, which would have been a major bummer had that happened. <laughs> Indeed. Annie, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with neither. It's slightly weighted in favor of Sam, but neither, I think. Well, I'm going to pick Sam, too, just to give this week to Sam. Why not? Cool. Right. <laughs> Why not? Only his second win this season. He doesn't win very often. He doesn't. Well, unless we have any it's other... Really, oh, yes. It's really... It's really... We've got Dean and Ties tying it up. Yeah. Oh, and back back to low points again. Once again, this is another episode where... where uh, Dean forgets what he was, what his attitude was at the beginning of the season, because he's again saying, "Oh yes, Sam, you're the one who's going to get the full life. It has to have the full life and the normal relationship and everything else." And and once again, forgetting that for the entire first half of the season, he was resenting Sam for having normal life with a girl and a dog. So yeah, I could I continue to have a problem with Dean suddenly deciding that. Exactly what Sam had at the beginning of the season when he had a problem with it is what he wants for Sam. Yeah, they certainly seem to seesaw in their relationship uh, a lot. It's pretty tiring. Well, uh, unless we have any more tangents, we should go to rate this. Let's do it. Um, I'll go first. So I liked the Greek mythology thing. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was awful. So I'm going to give this one... Seven out of ten Jason Bourne fighting skills. <clears throat> it was not my favorite episode. It was slightly better than the one before. Um, so I'm going to give it five out of ten Golden Eagle Pâtés. Mm, delicious. I, I, I liked it better than the last one, too. I'm going to give it six and a half uh, eagerly recommended headshots. Okay, I actually, I don't know what it what it is, but I, I like this episode quite a lot. Every time I watch it, I just enjoy it. I think it's just the the Greek mythology stuff. Um, I, I I like Prometheus as a character. The little boy gets me emotionally invested because I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Um, so I'm gonna rate it a lot higher than probably everybody else and give it a. <laughs> um, Eight out of ten things that stand on their own. All right. Matt, what do you think? Oddly, I like this less than the previous one because the previous one, I mean, 
witchcraft and Greek mythology, these both of these episodes should really like I should eat them up. Like there's they should speak to me. Neither one did. So but I think the last one had, at least had Portia as a really compelling character, and I didn't feel like there was a compelling guest character in this one because um, Prometheus is just really just a sad sack, um, a blank, yeah, you know, he because was, he doesn't have a memory, yeah, he so he doesn't of, have any. Yeah, he just doesn't have any um, action on his own, any initiative. He's agency. Um, stuff is sort of happening to him, and then they make these big leaps, and oh, he's actually Prometheus. And I was like, I missed where they figured how they figure that out. And then they killed Zeus so easily; it just felt really anticlimactic. Yeah, so, if Prometheus would have at least have like woken up to being a badass and been a part of finishing off the episode in a major even, way, you know, like yeah, some. I mean, even when he met his kid, it was like nothing brought any kind of light, light or warmth to himself to his performance um and by the way that's a real tv trope of having a, a kid on a on a swing set by himself that's really like this kid's sad see how he's on a, a swing all by himself anyway <laughs> six and a half out of ten uh drunk drivers who live consequence free lives fact uh that's gonna be a 6.6 which that seems fair all right. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it was uh, one of our, our quicker cluster episodes, but... Uh, hey, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but quite oh, I love the clusters. Yes. We didn't need to dwell on any of this. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. But I, like yeah this would have been off. a real slog if we had to talk about every scene of this. Oh, Oof. Ouch. Oof. Yo. But I do want to give you an opportunity to plug what the latest uh, projects you're working on are. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I do a podcast with my friend Matt Humphrey called Matt is Wrong About Games. It's a video game podcast. We recorded an episode recently. It uh, hasn't been released yet, but look for that. Um, my friend Will and I do a, a podcast about the television series Spartacus called Spartacast. And we haven't recorded it recently, but hope to. And then my main podcast is Hooplecast, which is a start as a Deadwood podcast. And uh, is now a podcast where we cover uh, premiere episodes of HBO dramas. So we most recently talked about the premieres of the number one ladies detective agency and Generation Kill. And then next time we're gonna well, actually we're gonna break format and do a TV movie from HBO called Iron Jawed Angels, which is about the suffragette movement. And it's really good. And then we're gonna do Grey Gardens, a uh, TV movie, and Ooh. then I can't remember the pilots after that. Oh, okay. True Blood, I think, in specific. We're going to Ooh, talk about True Blood. Yeah, so if you like those shows, send in, send in feedback. We love to hear from you, hooplecast.com. Uh, and also, we occasionally do movie commentary tracks, but only for movies that star Timothy Oliphant. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah. Got to have your thing. Great. Hey, uh, Annie, what is our homework for next week or next time? Um, well, technically, it's not homework, I guess. Um, next week is uh, Nubentary for Season 8, Episode 17, Goodbye, Stranger. Uh, where they, uh, Nubentary. Where they form a Super Tramp cover band. No, no, no. No? I don't think either one of those boys is a Super Tramp fan. Probably not. Hmm. I think they're going to have to say goodbye to someone they don't know very well. Yeah. Hmm. Find out. Predictions. 
They don't have very many people to say goodbye to. I know, they're all dead. Well, it'll be somebody new. Yeah, I mean, it can't Clearly. be. Yeah, it's got to be someone new. It can't a stranger. be Garth or Kevin or those are those yeah. are strangers. Could be. The yeah, we know bar. them. All right. Well, uh, until that time, I think we're going to just go ahead and say happy hunting for this week. Bye. Happy Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com slash Idgitcast. We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to even as I speak is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Annie works as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host your own event, visit can'tstoptheserenity.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgicast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed introcast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. Oh, oh, oh.